Hello there, this is Obi-Wan Kenobi. Welcome to the Sith List. And here we go. We would be honored if you would join us. Once more, the Sith will rule the galaxy. I know this is hard for you, but winter is coming. I can bring you in warm, or I can bring you in cold. You clearly don't know who you're talking to, so let me clue you in. I am the danger. Avengers! Assemble. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. Who's scruffy looking? Less. I wanna buckle up, baby. Smash you, King Tom. Hey guys, you ever seen that really old movie, Empire Strikes Back? And of course, Randy. Change? Yeah. Big change. They've got your weekend geek covered. And you, you're on the set list. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 382, I believe. Of the Sith list. I don't know. Could be 81. Could be 83. But all I know is I appreciate you guys listening. I'm Raj. Tonight, we're not going to have the full squad, but we still have enough for people to say they have that many hosts on this show. Carlos. Boo Arguello. The man we call the king of all pods. Mr. King Tom Chansky. What is up, my friend? Oh, plenty. There's plenty up. And next. I don't know what to do. We don't have that many hosts, man. I was like, I'm just trying to like prolong this for Steel because I know he loves these long intros. The man we call El Hombre. Eric Struthers. What's up, buddy? Oh man, what isn't up? I don't know. It's everything's great. Hey, our our, our uh, theme song just keeps playing. By the way, in the I background, noticed. it's just it's just like this is episode three seventy two. By the way, is it is it really? That's <laughs> <laughs> it right up there in the corner, <laughs> the window. Does it? Oh yes. Did I say three eighty? Yeah. You know, after three hundred, it all just you know yeah, all blurs blur. together. So it's, it's all blur. Yeah. So I'm glad you guys are all doing well. It's going to be a fun episode. Um, not just be, not because Les and Randy are going to be here. It's going to be fun. We miss those guys. Um, I was with them last night watching Ahsoka. We had a blast watching that and reacting to it. So check that out on YouTube. Also check us out SithList.com for all kinds of other SithList goodies like episodes of our podcast, merch, and all that great stuff as well. Guys, what a night! What a night for me! What a night for people that are into the Clone Wars! What a night for people that are into Rebels! What a night, people that like Smurfs and the, and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I mean, it's it's going to be a, a great, fun episode, guys. But uh, we're going to get to that in a second. But how's everybody else doing? King Tom, I'm going to start with you. How are you, buddy? Um, You know, I got a week left of radiation, and I'm starting to feel it. Oh, I'm really glad to feel it's just a week left. Just feel, like, feel, yeah, like the, ugh. Like, I feel like heavy and tired. Right. So I was gonna say, man, you've been a fucking soldier through this thing. Um, coming on with us, staying up, you always look like you're doing great. So um, I think you 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 can have a couple of bad days here. 
King yeah. Tom. You, you just. <laughs> I think I, you know, chill. I've had a head cold too. There's just a thing going around. So. Right, right, right. Yeah. Well, I'm glad. Pass out that, or leave mid-show. That's. <laughs> yeah. Please don't pass out on us because we can't really like grab you and do anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we don't know your wife's number, so I don't know what I would do actually, but to call you. Um, please, please don't pass out. Uh, but I'm glad you're to. here, and I'm glad you're uh, going to participate in the um, uh, talking about Ahsoka because there's a lot to talk Me about. Me too. Boo, how you doing, bud? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Starting to uh, starting to cool down. Fall is starting to kick in. Yeah, so, I kind of like it. Yeah, yeah. So it's 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 nice. It's nice. You know, it's it's. I love summer, but that that transition, it, it's always uh, a bit too much of it. You know, it's always a bit too much of winter. Always a bit too much of summer. You know, that kind of thing. So, it, it's at that point where I'm like, all right, I'm ready for ready for a different season. So yeah, and it seems like the summers are getting worse every summer. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah for us, for cooling sure. down means seventy-eight. Yeah, that's like that's like ooh, it's a little chilly. Mm-hmm. It's time for pants. You know. Speaking of chilly, in a good way, Eric, how you doing, bud? Man, I'm great. And speaking <laughs> of things cooling down, that's not going to be what's happening for me. I am heading to Houston, Texas tomorrow to play a gig. It is oh, in Booth. Texas, actually, I can't remember the name of the gig. Oof. It's going to be a thing. You got to hit up our friend, No Outlaw. Yeah, see how he's doing. I haven't talked to him in forever. Yeah, he's, they're they're doing well. They're doing well down there. Noah and Garrett, our friends down there, they're doing really good. They're doing like video production with sports and uh, yeah, nice. a, yeah, yeah. They're having a good old time in Houston. All right, guys. There. Um, trying to think of uh, anything that. It's worthwhile talking about here. You know, Malik's th- going in for, he played his first game um, of, uh, of T-ball. We had a practice on Monday and things are getting better, which is rad. They're doing drills and stuff. And yeah, pretty cool, man. It's, uh, I was a little worried there for a second, but things are picking up. Things are picking up. Uh, and the, seeing the level of talent that the rest of the kids have make me real happy about my kid. Um, mm-hmm. You know, because there's some lack poof. of talent. Yeah. Yes, it's pretty bad. I'm not going to lie to you. Pretty bad. And I got hoaxed into, you know, coaching. You know, they look around. On the first day, they, oh, they, oh yeah, I'm coaching. Who you didn't no, learn? what have you done? <laughs> oh, yeah. The, oh, well, let, let me tell you how it worked. First day of orientation, the first day of practice, sitting on the bleachers. You know, I'm wearing like an Orioles hat, just sitting there minding my business with your dad, Boo. And the mm. head coach goes, so uh, first he goes, hey, I love your hat. And then I was like, oh, shit, he pointed me out, bro. Like, oh, no, don't don't ask me, coach. Don't ask me, coach. And then he goes, anybody have any baseball experience? And your dad just looks at me. <laughs> and I go, uh, yeah. You I might as well just f- kicked you off the bench. Be like, this yeah. guy does. Yeah. I played all four years of high school. Um, he's like, yeah, can you come out here? And just, you don't need to do much. Just, just these drills. And there's going to be a rotation. Next thing you know, he doesn't show up game one. Well, he shows up to his, his son's other game which is on the other field because the son's older. It's a more important game, obviously. Uh, so who's coaching the team? Me and another couple of dads are like the managers. So, yep. Coaching coaching is fine. Just don't be the the team the team parent, the team oh, mom no, no. or team dad. Do, team. No, no, do no. not do that no. ever. We'll if, do if, that. if anything, I could share any wisdom with, with, any, uh, with anybody out there. Do not be... Do not get coaxed into being team parent because you'll, you'll. It's just, it's just a hellish road of bullshit. 
Don't do it. Coaching's all right. Yeah, don't Coaching's do all right, it. but Sa- do not be the team parent. No, no, no. Same thing with uh, being like the room parent for your kid's school. Yep. When oh, they get to no, be, no. don't do that. No, don't mm-hmm. do that. I, I was, I was once, and it was. Oh yeah. Never again. Not, not worth <laughs> right, it. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. So that's what I we got going on. Um, but other than that, uh, yeah, man, just chill, kind of. Kind of weak. So here's the deal, guys. I had some cool stuff lined up for tonight, but I, I cannot show the stuff that I want to show because I want Randy and Les to be here. Andy Bell, our friend and listener and supporter, he's a great dude, sent me a video of the Turkish. I don't know if you guys seen this, King Tom. It's the Turkish Captain America versus Spider-Man. And it is unreal. And this is from like 1971 or something. And I, I was going to show a clip, um, but this is what we're going to do. We're going to show it next week, and then I have the entire film. We need to do a Patreon reaction and watch this thing because it's pretty pretty bad. Um, um, I'll give it. I should give you guys a little tease of this. I should give you guys just a little tiny tease. So for the people that are listening. Go to YouTube and check out Spider-Man versus Captain America. Um, I'm just going to do like a quick, like one minute tease for the Patreon people that are watching and these fine guys here that are uh, on tonight. <laughs> now, there's a lady that's strapped onto a pole that's tied up. And these guys are being horrible. And then... <laughs> And Captain America jumped, 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 fights through. He just through. choked a dude through a wall. Yeah, he just choked a dude through a wall, and he just some horrible choreographed like fight scene sequences here. He just smashing the guy's head. Oh, how is that guy still conscious? Yeah, look at this. Oh, in the neck. Captain Did he America just hit him is, with a board, and he didn't even flinch. Is, uh, Costumes falling off. Yes. Yeah, his, yes. And look at these oh, cutscenes. Look at this. Look at his maneuver. He jumps and does. <laughs> Where'd the rope? Okay. Where'd the rope okay. come from? Yeah, there's a rope and he's swinging, doing gymnastics. He's got his ass. He just kicked the guy's face with his butt. I mean, this is like. But he, and here comes the guy with the gun. Captain America's gonna just take it away from him <laughs> and just hit him in the stomach. Oh, oh, a gunshot. Here's the best part. Look at Spider-Man. He looks like a ninja. Spider Man has glasses. He's a ninja. And Captain America sees Spider Man. You can't tell it's Spider Man until you see his. There he is. Why is Spider Man running away? Because they're enemies. That's the thing. Spider Man is the evil evil, uh, enemy in this thing. Look at him. So, this is pretty much the way of this whole thing and it gets worse and worse and worse the first opening scene is like pretty gross actually this the, the, the funny part is captain america doesn't look that bad why couldn't he why couldn't they stop and put the freaking cow back in his shirt <laughs> okay like so that's all to, i'm going to show you guys that's all i'm going to show you but i feel like i need bad, to right? wash my mind out with some japanese spider-man <laughs> oh yes because japanese spider-man is the shit leopardon is i mean leopardon is like what a difference, right? Between that yes. and the Turkish. Yeah. So that's what I wanted to show. Andy, um, we're going to dive into that. I'm going to talk to the guys. We're also going to do kind of like a reaction to that. That's going to be great. But that's pretty good. Yeah, it was pretty good, right? That exactly. was pretty funny. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, good. It's so bad, it's good. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, let's dive into what we've watched in the box office uh, because um, I don't think anything's changed, but uh, let's find out. Here's Johnny. I know it was you, Fredo. Box office. That's right, it is, Malik. Weekend box office report. Barbie surpasses the Avengers on the all-time list. Also, uh, Oppenheimer surpassed Bohemian Rhapsody to become the highest grossing biopic ever, guys, ever. Here is the top five. The Nun 2, still at number one at 14.7 million. A Haunting in Venice, 14.5 million. The Equalizer 3, 7.3. And the My Big Fat Greek Wedding, number three. 4.7 Barbie um, is uh, still doing his thing at 3.8 million. So there you have it. The Nun 2 and A Haunting in Venice are in the top notches. Now, anybody see anything cool at all this week? No? Uh, I saw something kind of cool. And I mean, this is a bit of a cheat in this thing. But so... Uh, I installed, well, I didn't install, I paid a contractor to install a big giant LED screen, right? Oh. Multi-panel wow. LED screen. And oh, this how big is, are we talking? Um, well, I'll just send you guys a picture real quick and you can just sort of make up your own mind. It's, is this it's for your house? Is this for your no, house? No, no, no. My God. Oh, I, wish. No, oh I got really excited. I was like, hell yeah. But like yeah. it's, it's um cutting edge. It's like a, the super so the pitch is 2.5 which is really tiny so you have to right. get right up on top of it before you can see any individual leds and it's giant oh, wow and naturally i had to test it out by watching return of the jedi <laughs> <laughs> of course and uh, of course. i'll just send it's it to the twitter chat real quick but yeah. seeing it like that was pretty dope man i mean obviously that movie's fantastic as it is but um it, it, i realized that there's nothing in to scale there but i guess all i can say is it's like look at the stairs leading up to that the front of that stage so struthers has his own imax screen at work. yeah, yeah. <laughs> great that's <laughs> rad dude that's yeah super cool. so i got to see that that was neat and learning yeah. about how like all that gear works it's pretty wild man oh so, i can imagine yeah when you think about big production events like um hmm. American Idol or any of that stuff where everything's nothing but LED screens. It's wild right. how they control all well, that. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm going to get to go to uh, see U2 at the Sphere in Las Vegas, and that's supposed to be the 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 most high-definition and clear screen in the world is that dome. I don't know if you know. I've, been ta I've talked about this Ooh. a couple of times, but it's insane. So I, And I that's the outside, and I heard the inside's got in, like something go crazy going on too. So I cannot wait. That's going to be uh, coming up in the middle of October. We're flying to Vegas, going to U2, coming back the next day. <laughs> so that should be fun. Um, but yeah, that's crazy, Eric. That's so cool you got to see that uh, on that big screen. Did uh, anybody else watch anything? No? I, I, saw, I, saw, I saw a couple of things, actually. On oh. This past Thursday, uh, okay. Wolf Mother was in San Diego. So I nice. went to go catch them. That was bitching. That was awesome. Had a great time. And then yesterday, uh, we saw the Book of Mormon, the uh, oh, the, the Broadway, yeah, Broadway yeah. Uh, play thingy. That right. was that was really good. That was pretty funny, funnier than I thought it was going to be. You know the uh, the South Park guys did it. You know yeah. Trey Stone yeah, yeah. and uh, uh, Parker. Parker. Uh, so it was pretty funny. If 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 anybody's like wondering about it, it's pretty good. 
is pretty I heard funny. it's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Cool, man. Where did yeah. you see it? Was that in San Diego? Yeah, yeah. The like oh, one of the cool. civic center things. Yeah. Don't take Very the kids cool. though. No, 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 no. Do it's not take not a... the children. Leave yes. the children at home because yeah. you will have to answer a lot of questions and probably some <laughs> therapy. Do not take the children. Right. I've heard. Yeah. I've heard. Yes. I started I started a show on Paramount Plus called Lioness. I don't know if you guys have seen the trailers or anything. It's a it's with um it's with Nicole Kidman. And it's also with Gamora. Why am I forgetting her name? Gamora, Gamora, Gamora. Um, oh, I'm glad I'm not the only one. Um, yeah. Great actress. Uh, Zoe Saldana. Zoe Saldana. Saldana. You know, people was, are driving, driving, listening to us and like, they're screaming at Zoe Saldana. <laughs> you idiots. Yeah. Um, Zoe Saldana is the lead and it's really good. It's about a, a special ops unit that's led by a female be uh, multiple females and uh, there's also males in it and this lioness uh squad and it's about terrorism and counter tenor it's really done really it's just really good so check it out it's on paramount plus if you have paramount plus uh check it out it's worth watching and i finished the show called jury duty have you guys seen this have you guys <laughs> no. heard about this yeah is that the kind of fake reality show it is yeah well here yeah. let me play the trailer for you okay because i I think you'll dig it because it was pretty fucking hilarious. And it's, uh, it's it's a great concept. Check it out. Now the jury in the matter of Hillgrove versus Morris. When they say jury of your peers, I think that's accurate. I mean, how long does this normally take? If you just I'm a recognizable public figure. Respectfully, I don't recognize you. Juror number 54. I'm so happy to be here. I'm going to be upset if I don't get on the jury. Me? Ready, guys? Here we go. All right, so this is what happened. Allegedly. We got defecation. There's a lady named Jacquees. I'm in it. I'm in it. Try to keep an eye on I want to do the best job that I can. <laughs> what do people usually say when they're trying to get out of this? I'm only going off of thinking I've seen on family guys. Wait, what was it? I've seen Peter pretends to be racist to get out of jury duty. Would you be able to be a good juror for this matter? Sir. I'm, I'm a racist. Sir, please have a seat. I don't know why I said that. Yeah. Eliminate that yeah. for the next time. Totally, yeah. That's a stupid idea. The jury duty. Sorry for the paparazzi. This is a problem. You're sequestered. I Googled it, it's isolated. Isolated. Separated. Todd is a very interesting individual. He showed up wearing chair pants. The difficulty is the lack of a bend. Jesus Christ. What are we looking at in here? Hi guys. No, 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 no. Sorry, jump scare. This is the most unorthodox trial that I've presided over. Oh my God! I try not to judge a book too much by its cover, but... Call your next witness. It's true that you were once arrested for masturbating in a movie theater. Yes, that's true. What was the movie? Pacific Rim Uprising. It's not sexy. <laughs> what? I saw that. There was zero arousal for me. <laughs> this is, literally feels like reality TV. Oh. So... Again, I'm not an actor, so... I don't know what it takes. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. So everybody's in on it. Everybody's in on it except for him. Okay. And they do a hell of a job keeping it from him. And at the, I'm not spoiling anything, but at the end, 
they show you how they did it and how they kept it from it. There's multiple times they almost blew it, like really badly. So they told him he, that they got his permission and said, hey, you know, you might be picked. Is there any way that we can re like record you and how your experience is as a juror? So that's why he's being interviewed, right? And everybody else is in there and it's got the very much like the office vibe. They're, they're still acting like we, the viewers, don't know that it's all fake, if that makes sense. So it's still a storyline going on. Gotcha. Yeah, so it's pretty smart that way. I'm um, glad and, you liked it. Yeah. I saw it a few months ago. I You didn't like I, it? I, I thought the funniest moments were in the trailer. It just dragged on too long and I, I thought the Joe Schmo show did a better job of uh you know oh, I didn't see, creating I didn't see relatable fake characters. That was like twenty years ago. Oh shit, so. I didn't see Joe Schmo. So you did you finish the whole thing? No, I didn't. Oh you didn't. Okay, see it, yeah. it got it got better as it went on. What how, did you like stop halfway through? Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. I cause I felt the same way, King Tom. I felt like it was dragging a little bit. And I was like, how does this guy not know, dude? Like, come on. Right. But, yeah. but, but then it, there's some just crazy shit that happens and you can tell that he has no idea. Uh, and at the end, the best episode is at the end where they show him and they walk him through all of it. And he's like, just dumbfounded. Like, I cannot believe this is fucking not real. And he, and it sucked for him because he gets these emotional bonds and makes friends with these people. <laughs> and, and at the end, they're all fake. You know, so, mm -hmm. but they do something very cool to, for him um, at the end, which is, which is great. So I don't want to spoil it, but, but it, if you would have stuck on, I think you would have liked it a little bit better. Cause I was right there with you. I was like, mm -hmm. we were watching this background TV at first, me and Lorena. And then mm -hmm. after like episode four, we're like, okay, let's watch this thing. Let's watch this thing play out. And uh, yeah, it ended up being pretty good. I'm so, glad you liked it. Yeah. Yeah. It was cool. Mm -hmm. It was cool. Um, and there was something else I thought. Maybe not. I think that's it. Well, you know, there was Ahsoka. That was pretty good. And I'm going to press this button for the first time. It's going to mean so much more, guys. Greetings. This is Grand Admiral Thrawn aboard the ISS Chimera. You are currently listening to the Sith List. I know a great deal about you because of this artistic choice. May Warrior's Fortune... Smile upon your efforts. Oof. Nice. So, <laughs> yeah, Soka, that's the big news. And uh, I, weirdly enough, man, people, a handful of people on the internet had things to say about Thrawn's appearance, like what he looked like. And uh, mm -hmm. something along the lines of like how, like seeing that cartoon and seeing him on screen is a lot like seeing my Facebook profile picture and seeing me in real life. Oh yeah. I've heard that. I've heard yeah. that. Hey and, man, it's been a while. Give the guy. Oh dude, I thought he was great. I thought it was great. Yeah. So before we jump into that though, I do want to touch on a couple of things because otherwise we just won't even end up getting to talk about them because we'll be right, so busy right, right, with this. Right, but yeah. a little bit of a little bit of news in the Lando TV series. Uh, and right. that is that it looks like it's going to be a movie. And so how about that? That's yeah. pretty cool. The only concerning thing, obviously, is that the way the like the movie release schedule is getting so pushed back and so jammed up and so pushed back. It just puts it in the danger zone of never coming out. You're now, right. one article I saw basically 
was saying it was going to be a Disney Plus movie as opposed to a series. And but that was the, uh, that was the only one. And I'm not sure based on like uh, they you know had the same quotes as everybody else that nothing seems to point to that. So I'm not sure where they came up with that. But uh, my I'm assuming that they mean it's going to be on the big screen, which hooray. It just with the way the schedule's been, where are they going to put it? You know, right? And and it, and do you prefer to have a movie or a six episode show? I mean, for me, it's always like, why not get you know three movies worth? Which That's is a sh- with this yeah. is a show for me. Like you know, I'd love to see what Donald Glover could have done in a series, writing wise. Yeah. Yeah, and I do like more of the long form storytelling. Don't get me wrong, I love Star Wars movies. It's where it all Yeah, started. me too. Me too. I mean, based yeah. on the quality of the TV right now, it's kind of hard to argue that that TV isn't a viable candidate to to match, you know, head to head with a like a movie theater experience. Right. Number one, you can control who's in the room with you when you watch it on TV. <laughs> but uh so true. And and then the other thing is, um, and this is a comic book thing, the Ronin from um, The Duel, uh, the Star Wars Visions first season, there's another comic with him in it. And I think it's more of like a what if of a what if kind of thing. Wow, is this correct, King cool. Tom? That's, yeah, it's the, I, I don't know exactly the, the term for it, but it's something like that, yeah. But look, that character is mysterious as can be and really neat. So hooray on that. They, yeah, that's they, cool. They fleshed out his character in a book um, that came out last year that was pretty good. Um, so I, I wonder if this will be focused mostly on what we saw in Visions or if it's going to involve the I have to imagine it involves the book too. Yeah, yeah I'm sure. The uh, I'll tell you what, man. Like Visions, if it wasn't your jam, you can't deny the scene where he does the long draw of his of his uh, lightsaber like a katana and the so sound it makes. Oh, so good. So good. But okay. <laughs> well, let's talk about Ahsoka. And uh yeah, so I honestly thought that they, they would take longer, like they would get there and have to go looking for Thrawn. I could mm-hmm. not been more mistaken because boom, there he was right away. We got to see a big old ship. We got to see a whole bunch of totally wacky looking stormtroopers that are just like cobbed together, you know, pieces of ribbon and duct tape holding their armor on. Yeah. And this this ship that looks like it's been beat up and rebuilt and uh all kinds of crazy stuff man chimera right yeah i oh so cool man loved this episode i thought that everything about it looked really good i liked how they let ahsoka's journey be sort of like not even the b story in this you know it's even further to the side that they just you know here's what's going on and like just the backstory that they were able to casually give you about the Pergils and this place they're going and all of this and all of that without it being super obvious, like, uh, like crushing you over the head with it. It was just casual conversation. You know, this is a, this is a graveyard where they come to die. And they did say something about how this spot is a, like a layover for their journey to the other galaxy. So they are not even in this other galaxy. So what oh, is that? Is that right? That's what it sounded like they were saying. I thought they me. said something like that. Yeah, mm. that this was like a, a way station on their way 
to the other galaxy. Well, I have all kinds of questions like about this. So these stormtroopers are dead, correct? These are the undead. Well, think because the reason I'm saying this is if you listen to what the magistrate says, the witch says to him, it's going to take two, uh, what are they called? Rotations in the catacombs. He's talking about bringing his army back, correct? Because the witches have the power to bring the dead alive. We've seen that before. Yeah, I thought the, those boxes they were loading did look like coffins. They're exactly right. Huh. So I think the, the I think the, they're all dead, and and it's very much like a, a like a spell that these witches are using to bring them alive, and to and you hear them chanting Thrawn, Thrawn. It's like, and it, yeah. and right right when he sees her, she says, "Yeah, it's going to take." He asks her something. I forgot what it was, and he says it's going to be two rotations in yeah. order to bring them um, back. So I think that's exactly what these. These stormtroopers are, I think they're dead, man, I, I'm, if I'm not mistaken. Well, and then the one you've got drawn up there with the um, mm -hmm. the gold mask. The gladiator? Yeah, it's very much like a um, like a sarcophagus style mm -hmm. yeah. thing. It's, and so, yeah, I mean, maybe so. Um, uh, go ahead, King Tom. I was just going to say about about this guy, uh, our friend Hawes, I listened to his uh, Patreon show. He has a you know live reaction, and this guy's name is Enoch. Enoch. And yeah, he had some interesting, I don't remember exactly what it was, but background um, about what the name of that character in the Bible was um, and how it could be related to everything going on here. Interesting. That was the name of uh, the lead character of Boardwalk Empire, too. I never was. Enoch. Watched yeah, good movie. I mean, good show. Um, so, well, what's everybody's take on this stormtrooper army? Then is everybody in um, agreement that they're dead? Oh no, no, no! That's just a theory that I pulled out of my. No, 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 and that's fine. I just, uh, you know, I just. What is what does everybody think? I think there's a good chance they're all reanimated. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. I, I I think that's what the witches are there for. To tell you the truth. Mm -hmm. But I do have a massive theory, guys. A massive theory. I could be totally wrong, and I'll get to it when we get to it. But I told I tease King Tom with it. I've been waiting hours for this. Lay it on us. Okay, so Balin. <laughs> Balin's looking for something, right? Yeah. I think he's looking for Mortis. I think he's going to find Mortis. I think that's what's going to bring the the power to what what he's talking about. The ultimate power. What is the ultimate power in Clone Wars? In the Force. It's Mortis, isn't it? Is it Mortis like the quote unquote, the thing, the place that has pretty much rules all the force kind of with the mother, the father, the sister and the brother? I, I mean, the plant, the Mortis is like a place of the force. Yes. And they kind of the the family the i think their name is the ones the ones the yes, ones yes. they they guide it from there right and oversee it we don't really um, know exactly where mortis was no, right it was this no. like pyramid in space and there's that's right the that, that, the, the beacon that called to right to there's also that planet that yoda went to when he was going crazy and he saw the the wills which is right. where he said that the birth the force or something like that i don't know right I, I think I think that that's exactly what he's looking for. What else could it possibly be to bring that much power to one force user? 
Yeah, that's a tough pick. And one of the things that I thought was really cool was like the the conversations between he and Shin when they were mm-hmm. talking about, yeah, so she's a lot like me being, you know, raised, trained outside yes, of no. like efficient. He goes like, no, I've raised you or trained you to be more than that. But she starts to see right away, uh, even though that she's like a bad guy, quote unquote, that uh she's having trouble rectifying the fact that they gave her their word and that Thrawn is like, yeah, you're going to go chase her down. You're going to kill them. Okay. Nah, we didn't yeah. lie. We just said this. And she takes real exception to that. You can tell. Yeah, she's, and, yeah, she doesn't like that. And with that, and then not only that, but Thrawn, you know, saying, okay, and then you kill them after they kill Ezra. My only complaint about the episode is that that is not Thrawn's character. I agree. He's very much like, yes, he's part of the Empire, but he's honorable. Both very in honorable, the yeah. EU and in Rebels and his new books. You know, he's a, a person of honor. And for him to say, you go, you had to deal with them, but okay, go kill them. And then, oh, go kill them too. That just doesn't seem like him. No. That, I, I, exactly what I thought as well. The only way I can rectify that in my head is that he knows that Balin's actually got other like this whole other machination and that it's, he's like, look, he, this whole deal of coming here to help me as a means to an end for him to get what he wants. It's ultimately (laughs) going to lead to like the falling apart of my plan. So, right. Yeah. Either, either that, or he is so into following the rules of the empire that, you know, one of the first rules of the empire was order 66. Mm -hmm. All Jedi have to die. So that's what, that's the only way I can kind of justify that. Yeah, very, very possible. But I, I felt the same way. I was like, that's not Thrawn, dude. He, he's a man of his word and he wouldn't go, he wouldn't, he wouldn't do that. But yeah, you can make a great point, Eric. Well, and I think too, man. So, you know, how much time has passed? How desperate was he to get out of there? Mm-hmm. That tends to change people. And mm-hmm. yeah, uh, yes, I, yes, it and, does. And that, you know, that could be a thing. The, the Night Sisters being there, I really, I really think they're cool. I, I just liked that whole deal. The whole the three balls that like made the energy lasso around mm-hmm. Sabine and all that was just that was a cool effect. And to think that basically they called out to um, Morgan to bring them there. It's just the way that all comes together and like there's this mystical magical part of it i think that's really cool because it's not all just logic like you always think of anything to do with thrawn is nothing but a bunch of math problems you know (laughs) and uh i really loved this world that they built on that planet with the creatures the and just all the pieces of it the the wandering nomads that attack sabine and the little turtle guys that found turtles yeah it's a plus is all around for this. yeah i loved it i loved it can i ask you a question do you remember the mortis arc yeah oh absolutely Mm -hmm. were the witches anywhere near that thing no they didn't appear in that they didn't appear in that okay all right yeah they never and they and they died um all three of them died correct at the end of that arc the two died to bring balance yeah but did the father die as well, I think, I think so, he yeah. did. Yeah, the father died. Yeah, my theory is that Anakin's the father now. I, that's that's what I'm thinking. That he's the father now, 
And so he he resides as the highest one. And yeah. well, and, you know, Papa, we'll we're going to find out soon. I don't know. Rushed it with that whole explanation mm-hmm. last. Oh yeah, that's right. He said that, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Basically, yeah. That, yeah, that's that was really tremendous. I got to uh, talk to him about the Mortis thing. Maybe very maybe well done. If you guys it. have no idea what we're talking about with the Mortis arc of Clone Wars, definitely go watch it. Look, it's awesome. It's heady. It's a trip. The very first time I saw it, I'm like, what? <laughs> and uh, but then after I watched it some more, oh my gosh, it's just the whole thing is great. And it's it's done really well. The mysticism behind it and everything. It's just they really they nailed it. And that's all playing out here. It is, it really is. So, you know, just to cut to the chase, I mean, we could go and come over this thing inch by inch and just talk about how everything looked. But the, really, the whole point now is the story mm-hmm. that they're trying to get out of there. They are Sabine finds Ezra. I kind of thought that they would that would be pushed off another episode too. Yeah, but she finds him, and it always kills me how in these moments, right? He's been waiting for her and dying to see her. And he still tries to do the sitting there hiding by this wall going yeah. too long enough as opposed to running out and being like, oh, my God, another human being who I know. <laughs> and same thing with her. Same thing with her. Like this the singular focus for her for the last 10 years or whatever it's been. And they're just like chilling and just making small talk until they hug. Like, come on. Yeah. I kind of wondered if they might kiss. But uh you know, there was always that underlying sexual tension with Ezra and her. Yeah. But uh, anyway, regardless. He looked great. What did you guys think about him? I, I, I thought, I he, thought looked he looked great. Yeah, he looked real good. He looked just like his dad. I was telling King Tom earlier during the Patreon show. He looked just like his dad. Like when you showed pictures of his dad, uh, how he had animated. I thought he looked great. Yeah. So I'm curious to see like what his state of being is right now mm-hmm. like has he grown strong in his connection to the force yeah. has he just put it aside and is it just not a factor in his life right now um i thought it was cool the way the little turtle guys recognized the jedi emblem mm-hmm. on speed's armor and uh it, their voices reminded me of the uh the 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 beings that Ray got the the beads from in mm-hmm. uh, the Rise of Skywalker, Yaki Yaki, yeah, that's, oh yeah, he reminded me. Their voices reminded me of them, but they were super cute. I love the design. I love the animals. I like how she was yelling at that that mm-hmm. whatever they called those things. Does anybody remember the rat dog wolf thing? Yeah. Yeah. That thing was rad, dude. It's very Jim Henson to me. Yeah. It was uh, the way yeah. she's yelling at it for late because my horse does that to me in Red Dead all the time. Some big scary animal comes along, it just throws me and runs, leaves Aww. me to get chomped on by wolves. But uh, anyway, just all that's cool building this little world. And you know, they keep talking about you know, he's saying, I can't wait to go home. <laughs> yeah, all signs point to no, you, you know, how's this? How's this is gonna? How's the how is this going to work out? Man, let me try speaking English this time. <laughs> Where's this all going to go? What's going to happen? And we got what two episodes left to wrap this up in? Yeah, got two episodes. Yeah, mm-hmm. and not really wrap this up. Remember, uh, looks like Thrawn's going to be here, be the baddie for a while. Um, 
especially for the feature film. So it's going to be interesting where they leave it off. And is Ezra going to be a full-fledged Jedi? Like he's going to come back and be the like a badass? Uh, I hope. I hope we don't just have him for two or three episodes. That'd be cool. Um, but it's all supposed to tie in with Mandalorian and Skeleton Crew and Boba Fett. It's all supposed to tie in together, which is rad. What you guys... Uh, Somebody asked me, so how did she find him so quickly? I mean, Thrawn's looking for him and he can't find him. Well, they led her to him, obviously, and they're they are always on the move. So that's, you know, it's very easily explained why he can't find her. Well, that, and I really got the vibe you know I mean? that Thrawn didn't really care that much. Yes, exactly right. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, he's got all this stuff at his disposal. If he wanted to find him, he'd find him just kill everything along the way. That's not really his way, but you know, um, if he wanted to, that's what he would do or just have somebody else do it so that he washes his hands of the whole thing. Mm -hmm. But his entrance was badass, though, wasn't it? Yeah. It was so cool. It It was very artfully done. Yes, it was. A lot of people on our YouTube were talking about how it had a very Dune feel, this last Dune. It felt like Dune. You said, yeah, I could see that. The imagery of the ship being like setting up at the top of that big giant oh, yeah. spire thing. I mean, that it looked so good. And I just want us to talk about real quick the music in this. All right. Oh, Jesus. That we get to hear the rock organ in full force for yes theme. yes it's, yes it's like you're expecting it's the beginning of inagata de vida yes that's exactly know? right it's just so cool or like the beginning of blue collar man by sticks which is even funny yeah but like the count the count is coming you know what yeah, I mean? that's how it felt like, like yeah the fan of the opera such a cool choice yeah and that they were unapologetic about it. it this is what's happening right now and well it, how about how about how about unapologetic how about if galaxy far far away I mean, that's the first time yeah, we've he heard said that the line. ever. He said yeah. the fucking line. Well, he said the thing with the thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how I felt about that. I mean, I didn't hate it, but I was like, uh, yeah, yeah. It was kind of, I like the fact that he was telling a story and that's how our stories start. Right. Just like their stories start. Right. But the, the ship intercourse is my favorite thing in the, in yeah. the entire scene. Like, I mean, this so, is, look at this. Eric, oh, get inside. With, with Thrawn's oh. entrance, was oh. the chanting part of the soundtrack or was that where the troopers chanting his name as he was walking so i think that that was artfully done the troopers were shouting his name yeah okay but they did it to make it you know it's like his right. walk-in theme if he was a wrestler yeah mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah i think i have the sound on here let's see So cool. What was first just a dream has become a frightening reality. Oh God, Jiminy Crickets. Yeah, it's quite good. Oh yeah, man, I'm waiting for this as Air the Empire to see this guy on screen. I never thought I'd see this guy on screen. It's crazy. And then listening to Mark Thompson do his voice over the last five, six years, and then see it come to life. It's just and seeing it on Rebels. It's just so cool, man. I never thought. Part of me is like. Like, where are we going to go from all this? Like, what else is there for us to see? Um, you know, things like this are just shooting constantly at us. Huh. Yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah. yeah. Pretty awesome. 
But any minuses for anybody in this? Um, I can't think of one really. Just what King Tom was saying, I, I don't think Thrawn would have really gone that route. Um, what I love, let me tell you what I really, really love at the very, very end. Um, let me go to it right now. Um, it was a cool scene. The Jedi Order. Okay, here we go. Be General Balan Skull. Oh, no, not that part. Um, the prisoner is Sabine Wren. Not this part, even. The part oh, where. Uh, the part where the very end where he says, I want all the information from Ahsoka Tano. I want to know his master. I want to know mm -hmm. what she does. It's that's so Thrawn. And when he mm -hmm. finds out that it's Anakin was his, her master. And for people that don't know, Anakin and Thrawn had a mission together with Padme. Uh, they were stuck and they had to work together and they didn't like each other really. Well, Thrawn didn't care, but Anakin didn't like him. Um, so it's going to be very interesting if that ever comes back out. Like I knew your master. You know, mm -hmm. kind of thing, which would be very cool to hear if you've read the books. Um, so I can't wait to that. That's going to be really cool. Now, if you guys haven't read the Thrawn novel that Araj is talking about, um, you can watch Weekend at Bernie's Three, and uh, that's the story. So, <laughs> oh yeah, that is true. That yes. is true. That is true. That is funny. Yeah, but it was a great book, though. It was a great. Yeah, book. I think that yeah. one was the best of the three. I love that book. Yeah. It was really good. But what'd you think about this thing, about this episode? I liked it. I, you know, I more and more I'm finding out or not finding out, but feeling that the show just looks very good. Oh, sure. The, yes. you know, with, with Filoni not using the void. You know, mm -hmm. I, I was wondering, I was like, well, uh, when he said that, I was like, well, why not? And Hey, go for it. I think, yeah, yeah sure. Don't you, whatever you feel is, is best Filoni, go for it. Um, it, it's, I'm, I'm interested to see, uh, how how big this gets because it doesn't feel big enough for me yet it doesn't feel mm. that dangerous i see thrawn i see what's left of his army he's well aware that it's falling apart i gotta see at, at least for me how much this guy can actually do or, or what his plans are because right now he seems to be a threat a major threat but something that that that, that could be squash like his ship is falling apart i'm like i'm not, not even sure that thing can make it through hyperspace you know that <laughs> that that kind of stuff you know what are what's left of his army there's there's plenty of of uh was it um people who are still loyal to the empire but you know how 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 is he going to orchestrate all that that kind of thing and and then another thing yeah how how much is he directed not directed but how much are his decisions directed by the Night Sisters? Oh, I is don't he, think. I, I don't know. It's all just him. It's all just him, man. I think, okay. him, it's him. He's and and that's that's the problem. That is a, a, a kind of a legitimate problem with the show. If you don't know his backstory, if you don't watch Rebels, you don't know how the how big of a threat he can really be. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um knowing about him and reading about him all he needs is that goddamn chimera dude and if mm. he gets back he'll figure it out no matter oh, what God, he'll man. figure it out that's a little something about rebels i was a little bit thrown off is like he let ezra pretty much outwitted him on that scene at the very end and got him on that you know to take off and you know so i was like ah i don't know if i really believe that but all he needs is Elon Vanto, bro. 
It's all he needs. The dude from the South, Wild Space, <laughs> and bring the Chiss Army back. And who knows? Because the Chiss Army is somewhere in Wild Space. They they yeah. they took off. So there's all kinds of possibilities, and I cannot wait to see it. I, I Pooh, you're right. It's to me, he has now has I have full confidence in Filoni making a feature film, dude. Whenever have, that happens. Well, yeah, I, the, the, it's supposed to be the end game of this of what we're watching, you know, for the last ten, you know, six seven years. So I have I have full confidence in him, absolutely, to do a good job and get Kiner to do the music. I, I think he will. I would imagine that he's going to use Kiner. Um, mm -hmm. I think it'd be great. I loved it, man. I, I'm sucks that there's only two episodes left. Yeah, I'm really enjoying it. We got Thrawn. It's crazy, and Ezra. Like I feel so great for Sal and our buddies, the Rogue Rebels, and it, this is a, this is pretty much season five of Rebels, you know, and it's it's coming to a head. And to see Ezra in live action, and Nick sent me a message today. Our friend Nick from Bayside, he said, "We're in. We're finally in. We got a Persian in Star Wars." I said, "I know, buddy. I know. It looked like one of my cousins, dude." Oh, because um, you're Persian. I am Persian. <laughs> <laughs> what did uh, uh, Randy said that? Uh, how does it feel to that that guy is, uh, is a better Persian than you are, <laughs> or more, more of a Persian than you are? That's I said, "Hey, funny. man, I'll take it. I take it." So, um, yeah, man, it's been really cool. I can't wait to get into Ezra and his whole deal too. Where the what has he been doing? Playing with turtles and stuff. And <laughs> let's yeah, get the Ninja the, Turtles. Let's, let's get the romance going. You know what I mean? Let's get it. Go get it, Ezra. It's been <laughs> a long time. You know what I mean? Come on. <laughs> <sighs> Anything else from anybody about this? We pretty much said it all right there. Oh, you know what? I do have a question for you guys. Is somebody at my work, uh, Luis, uh, uh, we chill, brought up. Yeah, he's a big Clone Wars fan and a big uh, Ashley Eckstein fan. Have you heard this at all? Where when they did the flashbacks as the little girl, why didn't they dub Ashley's voice? Would that would that would have been what would you have thought about that? I think that they really needed to have that like dividing line because they mm -hmm. used her voice as an adult in Rebels too. Yes, they did. And so it's yeah. like, well, I mean, yeah, I see what you're saying. Need to go all in. I think that mm -hmm. they had to make that distinction between the two because I think that it would have been so jarring. To hear, you know, the, the nature of Ashley Eckstein's voice. She, her, she was great as Ahsoka in animation. She was fantastic, really yeah. fantastic. Um, but this live action portrayal of Ahsoka is a little bit different. And there's a certain amount of gravity that goes into it that in animation, that big, you, you know, the big mm -hmm. up style of talking works great. But in this, it's a little bit different. And I think it would have been really easy to wreck those young Ahsoka scenes by trying to do that. Yeah, yeah. I agree with you too. That's it. I, I kind of uh, said the same thing to him that, yeah. And plus it, it, it's, it wouldn't be cool for the, the actress uh, actually also, yeah. you know what I mean? Kind of like, we're just going to use your face, not your voice. And then we're going to try to dub her into your, you know, it's just, it was, a, it would have been a mess. So I'm glad they did what they did. Well, thanks, Eric. Thank you for guiding us. And Keek Tom, I think uh, I think you need to go and get some rest. Doctor's orders. Yeah. We're not going to let you stay on for boo bits as much as you want to be on for boo bits. I think uh, 
it's time for you to go to bed. His insurance company specifically for me. They literally said, if you stick around for boo bits and God forbid there's an Abu. Oh, they won't, they won't cover anything condition that they're unwilling to cover. Yes, that's right. right. (laughs) Unwilling to cover. That's pretty good. Exactly. So yeah, have a great, uh, have a great night. Everybody It was great talking to you. Yeah. It was great talking to you, buddy. Get some rest, buddy. Feel better. Thanks. Take it easy, buddy. All right. It's just us three guys. Let's do it. And do it well. Let's change the format here so we look kind of, um, I don't know, presentable, I guess. Professional. Professional. We're all out of whack here. Um, Boo, you got some bits for us? Not much, but I got a couple. Hey, that's okay. That's okay. This is a very uh, Ahsoka-driven show, and so it's all good in the hood. Go ahead, bud. Oh, you're waiting for the bits. Yes. I'm still playing around with this configuration of us here. <laughs> here we go. Bits, bits, better be bits. Oh, yeah, it's bits, Mike. It's bits, I tell you. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's bits. It's bits. Uh, I just kibbled my bits. Okay, Boo, give you bits. Here you go, Boo. <laughs> That's adorable. Uh, so yes, uh, not much, not much. I, I earlier I had talked about uh, seeing uh, the Book of Mormon, uh, yeah. Broadway play. Um, Something that I didn't, I'm not going to see, and I don't want to see, but I didn't ever thought that would actually be turned into a stage play, Paranormal Activity. What? Yeah, it's in the works to be turned into a stage play. Hmm, that is a little odd. I don't know about that one. Yeah, I don't know. Not going to see it. Did you ever watch the movie? Uh, I have seen that one. I did see that one. Didn't see any of the others. I'm like, fuck that shit, I'm out. No, no, no. (laughs) <laughs> no 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 shouldn't have seen the first one but fuck it you know came out in high school yeah let's go check it out yeah okay that first no. one scared the shit out of me bro. it is like, fucking terrifying not wow. only like just thinking about the situation and going home and trying to sleep i scared the shit out of me that movie yeah. the next like 15 were yeah. yeah it was quite scary dude Mm-mm. it was awful well and it's like the scene where he's he's watching the video and he's like hey dumb dumb you know, yeah. what, were you, what were you doing? I mean, I, my thing wouldn't have been like, what's wrong with you? It would have been like, what's wrong with you? Yeah, yeah it's like yeah, a serious exactly. problem. Like, what the fuck is going yeah. on? Yeah, this exactly. isn't like, hey, you kept talking in your sleep. It was like, no, you're acting like a complete psycho. <laughs> Anyhow, go on. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, no, it's you're no, right. No, no, I completely agree. Yeah. Yeah, I did not anticipate that being that terrifying. And then, well, there we are. They made like four of them, too. Like, the first one was like for... They made it for like fifteen million, and it made like uh, six hundred million or something like that, or or four hundred million. Oh yeah, for Hell sure. Of a it, co- it costs nothing. Yeah. Nothing, nothing exactly. Yeah, it's good for them. Um, some bad news. Some bad news. Uh, winning time. The the Lakers. Uh, the oh, Showtime no. Lakers show got canceled. No. By HBO after season two. Sadly, yeah. Now, th- th- that was the risk because they. The first season was very good. Yeah. A few people watched it. Season two, I've heard, is very good. Haven't counted all yet. Season two, I've heard, is, is, is good as well. But once again, not enough nobody's, people watched nobody's it. Nobody's watching it. Oh, that no. sucks, man. Yeah, Whoa, it does sweet. suck. It does suck. Yeah, but it does feed into something else. Uh, HBO and streaming-wise, give me a second to find it. I, I just had it a minute ago. Talking about uh, cancellations on these on these oh. streaming shows. Are on these uh, streaming networks, the uh, HBO leads 
in uh, canceling their shows, 26.9% of their shows that they put on their on their network get canceled. Wow. At some point. Yeah. It could be after, you know, season two, season three. Yeah. They're, they're pretty cut yeah, through. I can see that. I can see and that. And then that Apple TV plus only cancels like 5% of their shows. So if you want to make a show and have it continue and for the people to pay for it, Apple, yeah. Apple TV, and then everybody Mor- else. Is in the, the morning show season three just started. I know Sal's a I big heard. fan and I, I'm a big fan too. I watch. It's really good. What do you on. think? What do you think drives that? Do you think that it is, you know, like at Apple TV, they're more discerning over what they do? Or is it that like the production costs of HBO's shows are so high that if it's so like just as an example, there's a convenience store chain in the Midwest called Quick Trip QT. And you guys, you know, what you guys have them there now. Aren't, do they have some out west now? No, I've never heard of it. I've, but any, I've, I've been to a quick trip. Yeah, they have. They're like, they've got a business model that's impeccable. If this store isn't paying for itself in two years, cut it. They mm-hmm. boom, you're done, son. And like it's they don't trip. mess around, and it works great for them. <laughs> I wonder if that's the HBO's thing. We spend this much money on this deal, and if by this point it's not doing these numbers, we'll just without even no question you're done you know no you're probably right and their shows typically look like they cost a lot of money Mm -hmm. um so that's probably what it is too but so does apple tv though apple tv's production value is really good like the silo show that i was watching it's legitimately it looks expensive morning show they must be playing arm and a leg just for the cast the cast is just nothing but a-listers it's Mm -hmm. ridiculous so um yeah it's it's that's an interesting question I think no, I, uh, I want to feel a little bit tighter now that they're Max and they're owned by a different company. I, possibly, you know. yeah, the, the the Discovery, whatever it is, Discovery Plus. I, yeah, I think it's it's also a portion of it that HBO as a as a as a channel as an entity has been around for a while, so they know what works and what doesn't, what their standards are. I guess Apple TV Plus, I think, is still trying to establish themselves establish a wedge themselves into it so they're like we're gonna throw as much money at this as we can at whatever we can kind of like what netflix did you got a show idea netflix will just cut you a check go for it back back then you know yeah back then now now they've you know now they're like they canceled 10.2 percent of their shows you know that kind of thing uh disney plus though has been around for a little bit but they canceled 21 percent of their shows so it's it, you know prime prime video i think i think amazon doesn't really give a fuck they've been around for a bit and they'll give you fucking money for whatever yeah. you want because they Bezos only cancel shit no yeah they, they'll they only cancel nine percent they'll just sure i don't give a damn make your show on uh, lord of the rings 200 million dollars yeah yeah sweet sick all right yeah. you know that kind of thing so i it must be it must be nice Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know. It's, it's interesting to see the different companies and how they, yeah. Cause Struthers might be right where they're just like, yeah, it, it ain't cutting it. You're done. You're out. And other, mm-hmm. other people are like, eh, go for it. Finish it. Mm-hmm. So who fucking knows? But yeah. yeah. Cancellations. All just negative news. Yeah. You know, yeah. That's all I well, got. That sucks. Hey, that's, that's fine. Thank you, man. Yeah. That's all right. It's uh, not a lot going on because of the strike. And I did find out that uh, you guys were right. House of the Dragon is in full production. And, like, they're going at it. They're not a part of SAG, and they're using using all British actors, I guess. And 
like they'd have in houses, you know, Game of Thrones, anyways. And the first episode gonna... has a title. It's uh, oh. a son oh. for a son. Oh, yeah. that's poignant. That's yeah, poignant. exactly. Oh, I was like, shit. Well, we're gonna hit the ground running. <laughs> oh, hopefully, we get a preview or something soon from for that. That'd be amazing. Well, guys, I think it's time to wrap it up. You might be hearing one of my favorite songs of all time. It's called War Pigs. Great song. Great song. It's, it's by Black Sabbath. I got to see them perform this live at OzFest one year. But this is from a band that I'm really into, kind of folky band called First Aid Kit. And I think, Eric, you might know them. They're from Sweden. I think they might have opened up for Taylor at one point, uh, one of her tours. Um, they're super cool, but they rock out to this version of uh, War Pigs. And I'll, uh, I'll make it a little louder for you guys before we leave here. They have a song called Emmy Lou, and they also have a song called Wolf Mother or Wolf. Um, yeah, pretty big. What a great song. I love when girls rock out like this, dude. It's the coolest thing ever, man. I love it. Ah, so good. Well, Boo, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at the Sith List, Boo. Eric, where can people find you? Jamming out to this tune, man. I know, that's pretty good. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know what? Check out my other podcast, Dinner with the Healers, a blues podcast I do with my family. And uh, catch me streaming on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash mouserat2217. Guys, catch me anywhere social media is found at The Sith List. Check us out on YouTube. we got two more episodes of Soak Up. And then after that, we got little uh, Loki and then Acolyte, Skeleton Crew, all kinds of stuff coming out even though there's a strike. People, studios, pay your fucking writers and your actors. Step up. We'll catch you next week right here on episode number 373 of The Sith List. They're sisters, by the way.
She uses her thumb and finger to fix. Yeah. Yeah. Darkness world stops turning. Ashes where the body's burning. have the power. God is calling On their knees the war pigs crawling Mercy for their sin 